0: If you spend any time driving, you have probably seen distracted drivers when you are out and about. A new poll done by ResearchCo shows that more than three in five British Columbians say they have noticed a distracted driver on the road in just the past four weeks. Joining us to talk more about these findings is Mario Canseco, the president of ResearchCo. Mario, great to check back in with you again.
1: My pleasure, Jill. Great to be here with you.
0: I am not surprised by the numbers, even with the fines going up and people knowing that you're not supposed to be holding the phone or being distracted. But what else did you find about what people are seeing on the roads?
1: Well, what we find first is that uh, the great numbers that we had in 2022 were an illusion. Mm -hmm. Uh, We went down to 46% of British Columbians who had seen somebody who was using their handheld cell phone while they were driving. We thought it's the start of a beautiful trend. It's coming down. And now in 2023, it's up to 62 percent, higher than 80 percent in the Fraser Valley. So we thought the problem was going away and it clearly isn't.
0: Were you asking people specifically about people on their phones? Because I know there have been some other crazy things seen, uh, you know, balancing a pizza box on the steering wheel, uh, putting on makeup, shaving, that kind of thing as well.
1: (laughs) Oh, it never ends, does it? Uh, this we, we wanted to talk specifically about the handheld cell phone issue, but uh, we would have a significantly higher number if we had people who are having their lunch or putting their makeup. It's been very complex. And we've had a guideline in place for almost 20 years now, and we've seen the fines a little bit higher than they were before. And we continue to see people who believe that this is something that should be dealt with. I, I guess that's the other message that the survey sends us. Uh, When we ask about three alternative penalties that we could try to implement to deal with this issue, the numbers are significantly higher than what we saw back in 2022.
0: And it is interesting, too, when you mentioned the breakdown of the regional uh, where the different parts of the province where people are seeing more distracted driving, 82 percent in the Fraser Valley seems like a pretty high number.
1: It's huge. It's four out of five. It's almost as if everybody who is around you is going to be doing this at some point. And it's not as if there's any specific region that is clearly ahead of the pack. I mean, Metro Vancouver is at 57 percent, significantly lower than 82. But still, it's more than half of people here who are saying, yes, I saw this happen to me. And it's not something that is pleasant because we know how many accidents are caused by people who are distracted while they're driving.
0: Did you ask people as well um, if the kind of the circumstances and We've discussed this before in that it's all illegal, we get that, and there are fines that, that go with it. But I think there are still many people who will justify if you're stopped at a train crossing and there's a train going and the the arms are down, is it really going to hurt anyone if you check a text message? Much different than if you're flying down the highway at 110 kilometres an hour and thinking that you're going to check it there. Did Did it differentiate or look at the different circumstances at all?
1: We do get a little bit of that nuance, and it's always fascinating to watch because there's always this justification of, oh, I only did it once and it was fine and it was at a stop sign or whatever the situation might be. And it's tough because nobody, if if you get caught, uh, they're not going to take that as an excuse either. So it's more than anything what we're getting from the survey is people who know that this is happening. We know that in the month of May, uh, the RCMP detachments in many municipalities said we're going to crack down on this. And it still didn't really help to send a message to people who continue to do this. And there's always going to be that justification. Oh, it was only once. Oh, the car wasn't moving. Uh, It doesn't matter because the law is the law. And and clearly we have more than three out of five residents of the province who say people are breaking the law every time.
0: Uh, People are also in favor of taking away those electronic devices for repeat offenders. I was a little bit surprised at how much support that question got. (laughs) I was, too, you know. percent of British Columbians saying, if you get caught twice
1: doing this, uh, they should seize your electronic device. It climbs all the way to 79% with those over 55. So it sends a very interesting message in the sense that the younger generation that grew up with these devices is more likely to say, "Okay, I think that's a little bit harsh. Uh, But the over 55s who we know win elections and vote every time are saying, I wouldn't mind if you try to implement something like this. So from a policy standpoint, it's not going to be problematic if a government decides that they want to do something harsher because it's supported by a majority and by a significant majority of those over 55.
0: And did you break it down as well? I know oftentimes you do ask people kind of their voting preferences and if they, the those also fall along those kind of similar lines.
1: Yes, that was also quite interesting because we usually have that policy divide, right? If it's a policy that the government from the NDP wants to implement, it's not something that the BC Liberal voter or the BC Green voter is going to be supportive of. In this particular case, uh, the level of support for all the three things that we're testing is significantly high. So you don't have that difference of the BC Liberal voter becoming a quasi-libertarian voter and saying, oh, no, no, this is too harsh. They believe that it's time to either double the fine, seize the electronic devices of repeat offenders or even suspend their license for a year. So all of this sounds a bit draconian, but it's supported by more than half of residents.
0: And when you mentioned, too, that there was a difference when you asked about this before or looking at back to 2022, did you get any sense on why there's been such a, such a big shift back uh, kind of to the distracted driving and why there's such a difference there?
1: I think part of what we saw is uh, we didn't have everybody embracing the post-pandemic world at the same time. You know, we had a lot of people who even after the vaccines weren't really working uh, at their offices, weren't really driving that much, were now... Uh, deep into 2023. So people are going back to the office and driving more. I think this is making them realize that this is happening more often than not. Uh, Part of what we saw before is maybe you're not out out on the street all the time and you're not noticing this as much, but we're back to the levels that we had before. And it's certainly not a good trend. I mean, we thought the numbers would be a little bit lower this time around, but uh, here we are, 62% of us saying, yeah, that happened to me.
0: Hmm, interesting. And I'm, I'm curious too, and I know this poll, this research doesn't go into it, but with the numbers going up with people seeing this, I, I am curious as well, because we're often told by ICBC, by the ministry in charge of this, that there is that direct connection between distracted driving and crashes. But I do wonder if the crash rate levels are also up to kind of prove or back up that idea
1: we have seen the numbers the most recent numbers that were put out by icbc and it does seem to be trending upward as well Uh, it's complicated because there might be a wide range of reasons for a crash to happen but it's one of the things that they keep reminding us reminding us of consistently and we can go back to the time when the law was first implemented cell phones were very different back then you couldn't get a lot of stuff done you weren't certainly as connected as you are with all of the applications that we have now so we've had a rule in place since before the technology enabled us to do a lot of that. So part of what I think is necessary is a little bit of, a, of a rekindling with the situation that we have in front of us, because this isn't your ordinary 2006 cell phone where you could do a couple of things, and now your whole life is there, and it's very difficult for somebody to put it down, even if it's illegal.
0: Which I mean, I guess it's a whole other conversation as well. But if when you talk about the technology, I think that in some of the newer vehicles, though, that have these giant computer screens in them. And I know that it's it's it doesn't work with all everything when you're flying down the highway. But I find those computer screens are just as distracting, if not more distracting than if you were having a phone in your holder and and clicking or just touching the button on the phone.
1: You're absolutely right. There's been cases in the United States where uh, there's ways in which you can hook, hook up those computers to watch the football game or something like that. And the fact that it can be done has a lot of the law enforcement agencies scratching their heads. You know, this was supposed to make things easier for you. You're making it harder on yourself by rejigging this in a way that is going to enable you to see how the Philadelphia Eagles are doing.
0: <laughs> well, it's a, definitely some interesting research. Mario, as always, thanks so much. Have a great weekend.
1: Thank you, Jill. You too. My pleasure.